Welcome to Business Can Be Better. This is the podcast that helps businesses become even better businesses. I'm one of the co-hosts, Lane Anderson. I own a marketing company called London Road Media. And I'm Kelly Ray Tamaki, founder and owner of TMH Business Coaching and Consulting. Welcome to uh, Business Can Be Better. Yeah, so this is episode 13, we're talking about how, um, wait, how to beat stress. Wait. How to beat stress beat. and how to not feel overwhelmed. Yeah, or at least reduce them. Okay, you can't quite eliminate. Well, I forgot when I was planning this that I don't have any kids. Okay. And a lot of you guys have kids. That's a pretty large so, source of stress. Probably just a little bit, eh? But what's new with you? I oh, just you were told you I wasn't oh, ready. Sorry, you We've had some, first. my husband's family, he's had some deaths in the family and his uncle had a heart attack last night and so my husband's up in Calgary right now with him. So that's all I could really think of when I was trying to think of what's new, but it's not that's, very. Sorry to hear that. So you go not first. Very upbeat way to start. Yeah. Do you have any happy news? <laughs> Do I have happy news? Um, yeah, I guess. I went, we had a, it was a long weekend for, it was Thanksgiving in Canada, obviously. So we went up to Edmonton for the weekend and went and watched Muscle Beach, a bodybuilding show, because that's my wife's world. And we went and checked that out. And she knew a guy uh, here from Lethbridge that was competing. So we went up and supported him. She'd coached him earlier in the year um, when he was doing more of a powerlifting competition. And he broke some huge records and did really well. But now cool. he's doing more of the aesthetic side of things with the bodybuilding. And he did well there, too, actually, his very first show. And he got fourth in novice and fourth in his height class as well so anyone i know i don't think so he's a personal trainer at a gym here in town hmm. the one my wife used to work at hmm. if that helps you piece it together <laughs> um but yeah we went up and did that which is always a fun experience i am not someone who ever thought i would be watching a bodybuilding show but it is really something to see it's actually crazy. i saw your story and i was like what so i clicked on it and now you have a sore shoulder what's that about <laughs> I did go to the gym last night, so maybe it could be contributed to that. Yeah, or watching fitness or watching other people flex, cheering very hard. Yeah, because no one else was. Like I've been to other what? bodybuilding shows, mostly Calgary ones, of, in different federations, and everyone's cheering and going nuts. Um, and this one was very, like, somber. Uh, and there's like a hundred people in the crowd, or more probably, and someone would come up and like they announce their name and no one does anything so i was clapping good for you the only one (laughs) you know actually i'm trying to write something down right now because you reminded me cheering helps with stress and overwhelm yeah but there was something else what did you say before cheer oh laugh um so that was that's what's new we went to that um and my wife starts prep for her next show right away here so our life changes a little with more gym time and more food prep (laughs) <laughs> and I eat more cookies. Do you eat healthy with her? Ish. I remember I used to try and diet, and Tim would just eat cookies. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Yeah. So I just don't diet anymore. That's a great solution <laughs> to that. I think that's a great answer to that problem. But Joss, you're amazing. The yeah. willpower. To look like that, to eat those certain foods. Like what we were just talking about, that one lady you were saying, you only meat for like four weeks. Yeah, just, just chicken breast for don't four weeks. sound appetizing to me. Nothing else. But I have a friend named Neil Barry who's a meatitarian. A meatitarian. That's all he eats. And he so eats weird. more than enough for both of you since you eat none of it. Seriously. And we've, we we actually love each other very much. Otherwise, I think we could get into a real big fight. But yeah, I don't eat any animal products and he eats only animal products. He eats products. all of them. <laughs> and he truly believes that if everyone ate all meat, we would all be healthy and there would be like wow. less diseases and everything. I feel like... And Some I'm like, I feel like if we were all vegan, might, maybe. Yeah, no. <laughs> might disagree. I just, I try not to get in that fight. So I just eat what I want and people can eat what they want. That's fair. Yeah. That's great. So do I get to skip the ketchup or the what's Yeah. Meat? Okay, perfect. Sure. So let's jump into how to avoid stress, beat stress, avoid feeling overwhelmed as much as possible. And I am 100% here to learn today. Which is I'm not, killing me. I don't feel like I have answers to this at all. Well, um, I kind of thought you would participate in this, and then earlier... I'll, I'll see if I can jump in. Earlier, I I think it was right before I went on to my live call that I did at 5 o'clock, yeah. which ended at 6 o'clock, 21 minutes ago. Good job getting over here. You were, Thank you. And Thank we're you. on time today. On time. Um, 
so right before I went on that live call, I had to go to Facebook to go live, and I noticed I had notifications, and one was from you, and I was like, uh-oh, what did this uh -oh. smart Alex say today? So I clicked on it, and there was like 100 people on this thread, <laughs> and you're talking about how to manage everything in your life, including kids. There's some very funny comments on there. I think one of the tasks was have the kids not kill each other when unattended. Yes. That's a big part of being a parent is stopping murder from happening in your <laughs> home. <laughs> it's literally, it's like they'll be in our room watching something and I'm in there and folding laundry or something and then they're watching and I'm, I'm, I'm there, I'm present. And I walk out of the room and I'm literally three steps away and I start hearing screaming because someone hit someone. And I come back in the room and I'm like, guys, I literally left for two seconds. I'm three steps from the door and you're already fighting. Like... They look so sweet. Oh my, yeah, that's all. That's the biggest deception of every child. They all look so sweet and they're little demons. I remember when we were kids trying to kill my brothers, actually. Yeah. I, I remember unbuckling them. <laughs> In the car, <laughs> like legitimately trying yeah. to kill them. Well, no, well, I, would, I didn't crash the car, but I would <laughs> unbuckle them and scream, Mom, Chris is unbuckled. <laughs> And oh, then once my mom awful. slammed on the brakes in the minivan and my brother th flew right into the front seat and hit his Ouch. face on the dash. <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> Hopefully my brothers don't watch this. This is so yeah. on topic. Oh, topic, topic. I, I, Stress, I overwhelm. It. Okay. <laughs> so here's what I have. Okay. I'm not just going to listen. We'll talk about them each one. I'm just going to read from her phone tonight. Sorry, I'm having trouble focusing. It's, it's like good. so sad when people get sick or pass away. And it really, it really reminds me that we don't have that much time, you know? Yeah. And we really need to enjoy it. So actually, this is a good segue. It is a good topic. I feel like patting myself on the back again. Everything's coming together. <laughs> so yeah, um, because we might only have today or this week or this month, mm -hmm. we need to not be super stressed and overwhelmed all the time because that's not really a fun way to live. I didn't no. have time to eat today. Did you hear that? I hope the mic didn't, didn't pick that up. I didn't, so my I don't think the mic growling. did. My stomach is growling. So... You know I love my calendar, so I had to put that on here. Right. One of the ways, um, and now I don't have any kids, but I do have a couple businesses, and I do prioritize fitness, and we do try to pre-cook all our meals so we can be somewhat healthy, um, and I clean my own house, although I'm debating with that right now. Yeah, me too. Um, and, you know, make time for families and, and friends, uh, and I play, you know, a bunch of different sports, so we have a full life, um, but one of the ways that I really, really really like to do is use my calendar because then I don't let anybody down. Like if I right. tell you I'll be here for a podcast, it goes on my calendar. And that's the same calendar that when my mom asks me if we can have dinner on Sunday nights, yeah. I look at my calendar, you know? And yeah. I think some people will have like a, a home calendar where they have like their kids' activities and then they'll have a work calendar where they might have it at mm -hmm. work. And to me, I just like to keep everything on one calendar. Right. I think that helps me a lot. I think that makes sense. You're one person. You only yeah. you have you still day. only have twenty four hours in a day. Yeah. Having two calendars doesn't mean you get two twenty four hour days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it all has to fit into one. I, I I agree for sure. If something is in the calendar, then that's how you can make sure that, like you say, you don't let them down. You're going to be there. Um, but I think what's hardest is finding time for the things that aren't like no one else is relying on you, like folding your laundry. Does that go in your calendar? You know, I really toyed with, uh, I don't know if you've ever tried a laundry service, but no. there are actually these people, I think, I want to say it's called laundry bags, but in Lethbridge there's a service where they give you the bags. They're mm -hmm. just like these big reusable like cloth bags and you just put your dirty laundry in it, literally leave it on your step and they bring it back folded and clean. Hmm. So there's that. Um, but I think it's a matter of we're never going to get everything done. So what I like about the calendar also is that if it's one of your most valuable activities or like one of the most important activities to you, like let's say you have daddy daughter time. I know some right. of my clients or friends have that, right? Yeah. They have where they have like a weekly standing sort of date with each of their kids. Mm -hmm. That should go in your calendar and that should have like it's protected time because then other things have to fill in around yeah. it, right? And if you don't have time for laundry or you don't have time for cooking, then you hire that stuff out. If okay. You can afford it. Right. And you can afford it if you run a good business. Right. So it all kind of ties together, right? Um, but the other thing about the calendars, if you are going to start using your calendar, a lot of my clients, I'm so adamant that they use their calendar that most of them try to do it, at least try. Um, but sometimes what they end up doing is they're kind of like an overachiever 
sort of keener nerd like me so they're like everything in the calendar right like and they fill up their day from like wake up till bedtime and they don't leave any space they don't leave anything for things that just happen to come up yeah they don't leave even for me i usually forget to leave time to eat Mm -hmm. or travel time Mm -hmm. you know even today actually my live call was booked till six and i was supposed to be here at six (laughs) yeah um that won't happen again but you know, things like that. So if you're going to use your calendar, I say put everything in it. Yeah. Start by putting in the big rocks, like the things that you really want to do that are really important to you. Um, and then let everything else fill in around it. And you can kind of use that part of the another thing I have on here is you have to say no to things, yes. you know. And I think your calendar is really good Definitely. for that. Because most people, and me included, I love to make people happy. So if you're like, Kelly, could you please help me with this one thing every week for an mm-hmm. hour on Wednesday at four? <laughs> like, I would really want to help absolutely. you. But if I looked at my calendar, right. I would see that there's no way I could be here every Wednesday at four. You know? Do yeah, you use filling, your calendar, Lane? Yeah, for when other people re- like rely on me being somewhere or something really needs to get done. Okay, wait. For other people relying on so, you or yeah. if it needs to get done? Well, so if it... so. No, but basically if someone else relies on me being somewhere at a certain time, it needs to be in my calendar. So if there's an appointment with one of my kids or I'm meeting with a client or having a catch up with staff, whatever, all those things go in the calendar for sure. Because they are important. Why? Well, because those I can't mess up because Mm -hmm. someone else is dependent on me. (laughs) I think a lot of people do what you're saying. Right. Just putting, just putting the things in that someone else, like it's with someone else. Yeah, that's all that goes into my. Because you can't forget those. No, you can't. Those are like the most important. Because if you don't show up, it messes up someone else's schedule. So. So, but folding my laundry is not in my calendar. No. Um. What are some things that are really important to you that you don't have time for? Oh. <laughs> I think if well, I pull your Facebook post here. I think you listed. Yeah, to yeah. Them. So if you look at a list of like everything that needs to be done in my life, all of those things are important. And I don't have time to do all of them. So I don't know. How how do you decide which ones are the ones you don't have time for? I don't have time for all of them. <laughs> so, so sometimes some of them get done and sometimes they don't. So Sometimes um, the floor is not swept. <laughs> and we're going to wait till tomorrow to do like that. like my husband. He just runs the vacuum through like the middle of every room. Yeah. Babe, I vacuumed. Yeah. It's, it's clean. Fine. It's fine. The worst is when I come home and I'm like, ah, oh, this house is so messy. He's like, are you serious? I just cleaned the whole house. Like, <laughs> the whole house in Sorry, babe. Minutes. Your standards are a little different than mine. <laughs> right. So cleaning. I don't. So there's lots of things that I that are very important that I don't have time well, for. Someone very smart once told me that if you want to see someone's real priorities, mm-hmm. you look at their bank account. Mm-hmm. So you look where they spend their money and you look at their calendar. Yeah. Because if you're saying that your podcast is really important but you're never spending any time preparing for it or you don't show up to the podcast appointments half the time that was a terrible example let's say you say that your marriage is important Mm -hmm. and uh you never spend money on dates or you never spend money on like courses about having a good relationship or you never spend money on things like that help your relationship get better and when you look at your calendar you don't have like date night or like family time or whatever it is that would make your relationship good then I would argue that you're not being authentic or you're not like being true to what's important to you. Okay. So that's where I would start. I would take your whole list of things and then just say what's most important to me mm-hmm. and put those in the calendar. And then the things that you don't have time for, sub them out. Hire a house cleaner or uh, get someone to do your laundry or aren't your kids old enough to do They're getting free there. labor? Starting to, yeah. Yeah, okay. The last, our big snowfall, my daughter was helping out there with the shovel. Wow, that so. was heavy. Yeah, I don't think that will still be happening by June or yeah. June by January. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's a first snowfall of the year excitement thing that will not last. But is there allowance attached to it? We've been working on that. The other night she got fifty cents for giving me a back massage. So how long is this back <laughs> massage? It's <laughs> like illegal. Six minutes. It's far below. I talked wage. her down from a thousand dollars though. <laughs> she was very negotiable. Oh. It went from a thousand dollars to fifty cents. <laughs> Be the best charge. I'm the reading most. a book on negotiation right now. It's oh, obviously working. She's in big trouble. <laughs> obviously working. How old is she? Eight. Oh, good. Or she'll job. be eight. Be an eight year old. Yeah. Um, okay, so did that did that answer your question? Um, I guess. Because I don't remember the question. But so if I was to put everything important in my calendar, that that would be a calendar that's full from the moment I wake up till the time I go to bed because if I wanted to fill my day with only important things, I could. But because you're a business owner, 
if you're very systemized and you have all your procedures done and all your systems working and everything is automated and everyone does their job perfectly, I would say that there's still going to be, you know, an hour or two a day where things come up. Mm-hmm. Or let's say one of your kids gets sick and needs you, or yeah. there's a, f- a leak in the roof, or you know things like that. I still think even if you're the most organized, systemized, procedurized—that's not a word—but I'm making it one person, you still have to have a little bit of free time in yeah. your day. And I usually fail at this. I'm and like, sure, I can fit it in. Sure, I can fit it in. Right. I had no. I didn't even have time to pee today. Yeah. And th- so that's not good. No. It's um. Not. Yeah, and that I think that comes back to the saying no thing. So that's why the calendar idea is tough for me because I'll put in the things that someone else depends on me being there and then my family knows that I'm going to be working from 9 to 5 and on Tuesday nights like tonight it's 9 till oh, midnight <laughs> but they know when I need to be working and then the rest of the time doesn't go in my calendar because it's kind of based on what the needs are. Like am I going to make it home in time to cook dinner? Or should we just order something or can we eat leftovers? Like, I don't really need to put that stuff or I don't think I should be putting that in the calendar as far as like, no, make sure you cook dinner and put this time in to clean up dinner. Do and you I cook just dinner. Yeah. Do you clean up dinner? Yeah. Is Jocelyn out there? Can I get a comment? <laughs> we both do. I'm just kidding. Yes. Um, I hear you saying that, but if I was a parent, I think I would have that stuff in there just because for me, I, I forget things if they're not in my calendar. Oh, I, so won't, things... I don't run out of things to get done. I won't yeah. forget anything that needs to get done. Because you're going to get to the end of the day, even if you procedurize and put everything in a calendar, and not have enough hours to get everything done. So you don't get the floor swept today. So tomorrow, let's sweep the floor and not wash tonight's dishes. <laughs> and you like have to just decide which tasks you're going to get done. Because there will be no... You can't just fit everything into the calendar. You have 40 hours of task to fit into a 24-hour window. So when you put it into a calendar, it actually removes flexibility of, of trying to wedge it in. Oh, I have an answer for this. Okay. So in my calendar, we use different colors. Mm-hmm. Everyone's probably like, oh, man, you're such a nerd. But there are certain colors like this one. You had non-negotiables and markers in school too, didn't you? Different oh, yes. notes All the different colors. colors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Still do that in my books. <laughs> so... There are certain things like podcasts, you know, we're live at 6.15. That's not negotiable. Yeah, like, I yeah. have to be here. Um, meetings with clients, mm-hmm. live classes, um, rotary. Like I can't right. change the time of rotary. Those go in a certain color. Right. But if it's something like um, prepare for the podcast or prepare for next week's podcast or write work on the book, I'm working on another book or what else am I? Oh, write curriculum for the new courses. Yeah. If I know I have time and it doesn't have to be done that day. We just leave it in the default color, like teal or whatever the Google okay. calendar is. So then Laura and I both know that when we're looking at my calendar, those things can be moved if they have to. Yeah. But again, I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. So I do definitely recognize that there's a, a large amount of time and stress and overwhelm that could come from kids. Um, that said, I work with pretty much exclusively parents. So I, I do yeah. deal with it a lot of the time. Um, and I think... Because you said it, you don't have enough time to do absolutely everything that you'd like to do. One, start with your most important yeah. activities and get those in your calendar and protect mm-hmm. that time. Like if it's daddy-daughter time, protect that like you protect your client meeting time. And then all the stuff that you can't get done, I mean, delegate it or be okay that you don't get it done. Yeah. Because I think the stress comes from or the overwhelm comes from, and I'm so guilty of this, I feel anxious because I didn't get my house clean and my clients happy and my this and my that and my workout and my food prep. And and it's like, my husband's like, who cares? Like, let it go. You know, he's very good for me in that sense. He doesn't stress about much. Yeah. But yeah, I guess you just have to be okay with it. You just have to be. You just have to lower your standards on how much you get done. I guess, yeah. (laughs) You have to be okay. I prefer to sub everything out. Where you'd rather. Clean house all the time. Yeah. Go enjoy your Saturday afternoon with the kids instead of mopping. Yeah. Because seriously, what if you die next week? Mm-hmm. Why would you clean the house, do your laundry, do your food prep, meet with all your clients, write your book that you don't have to write yet, prepare for your class that you don't have to prepare for? I'm talking to myself right now, coaching myself, by the way. When you could be like my mom last night. Yeah. I went and hung out with my mom last night, and I showed her me emoji. I was like, 
you don't have an emoji? And she's like, no. She never does her updates, <laughs> okay. right? She yeah. thinks updates are evil. So I did her update and I showed it to her. We spent like an hour laughing, putting like a beard on her yeah. and like changing her glass. And when I left, she said like three times, thank you so much for making time for me. And I thought, well, shit, I didn't make time for my mom. My cousin actually canceled on me. So then I had an opening. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Trust me. I know. If my mom's watching this, she's going to kill me. But that's a that's a problem that I have. You know, I... I am so scheduled. Right. You know, mostly my weekends are mostly free. Mm-hmm. I try to keep them work free. It's probably not going to happen for a while now that we got that other business, but. So we have a system like, so for the work stuff, it does the things that I can't miss, the scheduled things with other people go on the calendar. Okay. And then like we've talked about before, us using Asana, a task manager, where just things that need to get done go. And there is a bit of a hierarchy there where there's a section of things that are like today's tasks, which. A lot of them are not just came from today. They're from things yesterday I should have gotten done, but there's today tasks. But then there's also just upcoming, like things that are in there because they're going to show up in today, like three days from now, they're going to show up in the today section. And then there's just other ones that are just later. Which is kind of like, well, if you get through all the today's stuff, you can go down there and just I go to know later. Where my stuff is on and, these lists now. <laughs> and like, I never How do I get, get to on later. the today list. You're, there's <laughs> everything that has to get done goes on the today list, <laughs> and I never look at the later list. But there is a later list. So if it was like, if I wanted to write a book, it needs to go on the later list. And at uh, some point, I know that that's something I can do, but only when the today stuff is done. But same with at home, this sort of happens because my wife is a big fan of lists, and so she is able to help us stay on track with this where there's a list of what needs to be done listen we need to still we have to go buy groceries we need to clean up the front room we need to do this we need that we need that and there's almost perpetually a list just sitting on the counter of things that need to get done and so it's not in our calendar but it's like here's the most important things that need to be addressed and we're going to try and check off seven out of nine of them today and we'll see how that goes but tomorrow they'll be on the top of the list and we can add some new things but i just if you actually schedule them in to me that seems really rigid and when my son's like no read me a story then i can't be like no it's in my calendar that i have to go (laughs) like mop the floor so and for the record i wouldn't say that to a kid either no (laughs) it wouldn't be a good idea um but i know a lot of people who are huge fans of lists and Mm -hmm. i myself really love that whole experience of Oh, checking something up. off. Do you add things to a list yes, that weren't on the list? I <laughs> add it just I to totally check it do that. Yeah. But here's Oh, I got so upset with my wife one day when I completed a task that was on my list and then she saw that I'd done it and she'd checked it off. I'm like, what are you doing? I did it. Oh my item. I, I checked bet off she supported my... you oh, doing man. it somehow. You can't check off things I did. I check off my things. That's so funny. <laughs> it's so very satisfying. I let my clients use lists, but I tell them they have to put it in the, the calendar, calendar. Oh. well just get hear me out here okay if your morning calendar is like you know feed the kids get them ready for school etc before that i hope you have some morning routine time to really set your intentions no. for the day but um <laughs> but during work you know your calendar could just say work nine to five yeah and then at work you work off a list yeah yeah you know but i'm just saying you don't want to have and people are like well duh i'm at work nine to five but if you're a business owner that's not usually true no, no. Especially yeah. in the beginning or when you're growing or whatever. But if you have yeah. a doctor's appointment at four o'clock and if you, yeah, just, I don't, working off of a list, I think you have to have the time scheduled to work on the list. That's my, right. my opinion anyways. Right. You have to know when is list working time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get I that. Know how, I, hear, I hear how that sounds, but yeah, yeah. I, I stick to that. No, yeah, for sure. And that's something my wife and I are talking about today is I need to be better at incorporating my work schedule like how I normally do my Monday to Friday and start putting some of that into the weekend because I do expect to be able to work a little amount on the weekend like there's just some maintenance stuff because we do a lot of social media that I just can't check out for the weekend I need to do some amount of work like one two hours maybe Um, but I kind of have just been like well I know I need to I'll just like fit it in when it seems like a good time and then it just never happens and I like hate weekends because by Sunday night I'm just like there's so many things I was supposed to get done and it hasn't happened and especially like we're just coming off a long weekend by last night I'm just like I can't wait to get back to work because I have so much stuff to do so I need to bring some of that Monday to Friday scheduling into my weekend just so it's like okay Sunday morning I'm gonna get up a little earlier and I'm just unavailable till 10 because I need to get this stuff done or something. Do you like to work on the weekends? Yeah. Okay. So this is the cool thing about our podcast. I think on almost every topic, when I hear what you have to say, I think, 
what? <laughs> it, it's so different from how I thought of it. Yeah. It's 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 really cool. I think it's really good. But um, when I saw your Facebook post and you were saying like, here's a list of all the things that I want to get fit into a day. Yeah. I never thought of it from that point of view. And I certainly didn't think about it from the point of view of a parent because I'm not one. Right. But what I was trying to share was... Um, what I wanted us to talk about was to help business owners be less stressed and less overwhelmed. Yeah. So I don't know if it's necessarily about fitting all the tasks, but to me, it's about feeling good no matter what you're doing. So if right. we can, if we can, if you like to work on the weekends and scheduling, you know, like 7 a.m. till 10 a.m. on a Sunday mm-hmm. feels good to you. Awesome. But yeah. for me, I'm like, for me, one of the ways that I really beat stress and overwhelm was to get two phones. Right. Because I am available to my clients yeah. between meetings, right? And and I want to be, and I love that, like email, text, call. But when I only had one phone, if I was checking my phone, let's say at 9 p.m. to see if my brother had texted me, I would also see an email yeah. from a, or a text from a client that, you know, even if I only see the first three words, my brain just starts going. Yeah, what like, could the rest of it oh, say? Oh, my goodness. And then you, you have know. to read it. Yeah. Yeah. And so my clients just are aware that, you know, they have access to me, you know, normal office hours. And I check my work phone. Yeah. Usually to like six or seven at night. But in the evenings and the weekends, this was a deal I had with my husband because his love language is quality time. And for him, when I'm sitting beside him on the couch working, for some reason, that doesn't count as quality time. What? doesn't make sense to me (laughs) but these quality time types i don't know um so anyways yeah two phones like this is my work phone and it stays at the office usually and then this is my personal phone but even if i have my work phone in my purse i can choose not to look at it right and it's just setting that boundary for me has really helped because Mm -hmm. the minute i know that one of my clients is reaching out to me i feel i need to look what it is and i need to solve it and i want to help um but nobody expects me to get back to them at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. No. But I feel like if they feel like they want to unload or vent or text or email, they should be able to. And I just decide not to look at that until Monday morning. So that was one thing that I did. Mm -hmm. But see how different that is? Yeah. You're like, I just need to work a bit more on weekends. And I'm like, what? Work on weekends? (laughs) I love doing that because then Monday afternoon, I can guilt-free leave at 4 p.m. and go make supper and be at home i would rather work a bit on weekends and work less weekdays Mm. i mean overall i'm still probably going to work 50 hours a week or something but that's reasonable to me because i enjoy working and that's part of building something right is you're not going to do huge enormous great things by working 35 hours a week i don't think (laughs) there's just an element of working hard but you got it wrong it's four hour work week right four hours yeah we're all going to be millionaires of the four hour work week um so yeah, I, I enjoy working a small amount on the weekend, but uh, I just need to actually schedule it rather than thinking I'm going to find an opportunity to wedge it in because there's never going to be one. Which creates stress and overwhelm. Oh yeah, and that was my exactly, point with the list. Yeah. If you only work off lists, which I used to do, and I used to be like the sticky note queen, like covered, the wall would be covered with sticky notes, yeah. the counter, but when you have like sticky notes, text messages, emails, Asana... Mm-hmm. And other uh, sort of pi- to do piles. I heard it. I heard it called uh, gathering points before. Okay. Um, if you have a bunch of gathering points, like there's emails that are gathering, text messages gathering, sticky notes. Oh, I used to have a to do pile. That was the worst. To do pile. You didn't know what Don't was in a, a pile, pile, but it was a pile. Right. So when you have more than one place full of stuff that you need to do, it's incredibly mm-hmm. overwhelming. Yeah. But if you only have one place, your calendar. And for me, if you have, let's say you have a task manager in Asana or you have a stack of client files you need to get through, if there's something in your calendar that says work on client files, then you go get the stack of client files and put them on your desk. But other than that, everything should be put away. That's another thing that helps me a lot is one thing at a time. Yes. One thing, only one thing, one tab on the computer, one file on my desk, one person, you know. Yeah, we're we're kind of trying to figure out that point in our office right now because we have a very open plan co-work style just pull up a chair at a desk or at a table and work off your laptop and one of the reasons for that is not just because I like how it looks (laughs) it's fun but that I don't want dedicated workspaces because then you just put sticky notes on things and photos and stacks of papers and there's just a place that's yours to leave stuff and I don't want that I don't want a station with just like things stacked up because I know that will happen but when you have the mentality that this is a shared space, like this table that all four of us are working on is a shared space. So at the end of the night, that table has to be clear. Like there's some empty post-it notes sitting there and maybe like 
one page of notes that you know you're going to reference right away tomorrow that can stay there but other than that like everything has to be clear and it's just goes in your bag or goes it's just in your laptop and you close it and put it away or whatever so that we don't have those workspaces because I see other people's offices and you walk into their little like cubicle thing and I was like, oh my God, how do you work like this? There's just stuff everywhere yeah. and I can't work like that. But at the same time, I acknowledge that there isn't, um, I don't feel like there's as much productivity with the co-work open style as what I'd hoped there would be. And I think we would maybe be a bit more productive if we actually had dedicated workspace just for the fact that we could have a desktop set up or we could have multiple monitors or just more than a laptop to work off of. But I need to figure out that balance where you can have a productive workstation without it being a place to just be a catch-all for papers and to-do lists. And Yeah, because my thing is use your file cabinet mm-hmm. and use your email folders in your inbox the same way. Yeah. Like file everything in alphabetical order or whatever makes sense to you and only get it out when you're working on it. And you only work on it when it's in yeah. your calendar. So we do a lot of stuff on paper as far as just like planning and notes and just, you know, we're going over a website together and, you know, edits that need to be done to the Shopify store that we're working on. And just me and the, and Lindsay who's going to be working on it, we'll go over it and with just like a sheet of paper and like make notes and draw little diagrams and be like, this is what we need to do. And then you need to take that and You're go really work with shaking it. Us Woo, shaky. Um, so <laughs> that's what we work off of often and so you need that piece of paper with you for the next week while you finish that task so that's the thing though where do I you would put argue that? that you put that in a file folder and then get it back out when you work on it but I'm very very yeah. very very particular about like a clean workspace yeah but that's because I this is kind of a secret hopefully none of my clients Ooh, are watching secret. ever since I was a kid I have had the most active imagination okay I just have fairy tales in my head it's crazy so I have to work very hard at focusing on one thing at a time right if I have you know how some people have like 85 tabs open yes if you have like That's the me. inbox tab <laughs> oh sorry guys the inbox tab right here yeah. you know how it says like um if you have any new emails it has that number in brackets and then it's like two three, yeah four. Oh man i would not be able to focus on this at all if i knew oh. that emails were coming in oh yeah yeah but look you can just pin it this is how i do it and then it doesn't have room for it then i still have all the tabs open but it shrunk down to that small and you can't see how many are coming in or if you have facebook notifications or whatever else oh that's another thing thank you for saying that all my <laughs> notifications are off I have no idea if I have any text messages, emails, phone calls, Facebook notifications, anything, unless I go into that app. Mm-hmm. Because for me, like even earlier when I was trying to find your post, yeah, I'm in there and I'm like, why am I in here? What am I? Why am I on yeah. Facebook? We're about to start a podcast, and you're like, I was looking for your post, but do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, and maybe other people are better at concentrating than, than me, but I've read a lot of stuff, you know saying that in the past few years we've become very easily distracted yeah and i know the ideal work block time is like deep focused work on one thing at a time it's like 50 minutes Mm -hmm. so if you work for like 50 minutes on one thing then you put that away you take a little break that's the best way to work Mm -hmm. yeah i like we kind of have to be connected due to how we do our job being a lot on social media but what i had to do because i'll get notifications and then because I'm checking them, you already have social media open and then it just can be too easy just to like scroll a little bit like what's happening here. So I just on the weekend bought uh, a Wear OS watch and that's like one of the biggest reasons I wanted to was that it will only give me the notification. I can't browse like I'll get the Facebook notification. Oh. And I see what the comment is. I'll get the Twitter follow. I'll get whatever. I get that on my watch but I can't browse there. I can just like reply or just clear the notification. I would still have to pull out my phone to browse. So it separates the notification from the browsing. Interesting. But that's literally been the only useful functionality of this thing so far. I feel like I want to return it. I think watches, the smartwatch is like overrated, but we're only a few days in, we're seeing it's an experiment and I just like that I can customize the colors to match what I'm wearing. It is pretty. Well, for me, I have all my notifications off. I just like seeing my heart rate and how many calories I burn and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't care about that part. All my clients, (laughs) you know who you are, they have their notifications off for our meetings, but all of a sudden I'll see them go, just look down at their watch. I'm like, I know you just got a buzz. Like, your notifications are not off. Okay, so we, you manage your notifications. 
so that you can't browse, but I completely don't get notifications. Yeah, I'm, wor- I'm working on that, yeah. But I do acknowledge, here. when I talk, I'm always talking from the point of view of when you're a successful, systemized, where you want to be business owner, but that's from my point of view. I want to be at a place where I don't have to get notifications right. because that's distracting for me. But there's a lot of business owners like you who part of your role that you like doing, that you want to do, is... Mm-hmm connected is very responsive yeah Yeah. so that's just for me like that's my and i know a lot of people well i even said it the other day you know if you're on facebook or instagram or other social media channels like i just sent a message actually to a business in town a couple days ago i still haven't heard back they haven't even i just got the automatic reply but Mm -hmm. when i send a message on facebook i expect to hear back faster right you know so i acknowledge that people who have those kind of roles do have to be on there connected yeah it's a career choice. It's something I know that is just part of what I do. <laughs> it's not a problem. I can't expect it of my employees, though, right? Like, it's tough to say. Distracting. Right? I yeah. require you to be able to answer this Facebook message that someone sends one of our clients whenever it comes in. Yeah. Like, that's not really something I feel like I can require of them. So that usually means that I will pick up that. So. Um, strategic objectives. So another thing that I think will help uh, decrease stress and overwhelm. The, the way I usually start is I ask my clients, what are your big personal goals? And right. I, I tell them, say anything you want. Because the idea of having this business is to afford you the freedoms and to achieve the goals that you have personally. So if they say, I want to have this much money, I want to spend this much time with my family, you know, let's just use those two examples. Then we take those goals and we translate them, them into strategic objectives for the business. So maybe a certain revenue goal for the business or a certain profit goal for the business a systemization goal for the business. Okay. So whatever you want, I try to create strategic objectives in the business to achieve what you want. Yeah. And having those and having them somewhere prominent, I find really helps because we remember that these are our three big goals. So when somebody approaches you with an opportunity or um, you have to make a decision or even, you know, when your employees have an idea, oh, and you don't want to say no because they're your employees and it's so good. You have to really look at what are our three main strategic right. objectives for the year. Mm-hmm. Will yeah. this accomplish them? Um, I know this is a totally off track thing, but I just want to mention this really quick. If somebody does have an idea like your employee and you don't want to say no, because I think saying no is a very important part of not being stressed or overwhelmed. I think if you can have a further conversation where you try to identify like a, a common goal Right. You can usually get to what they want. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To swap in. Yeah. Be a proxy for the original one. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Being clear on your goals? That helps me not be stressed. I think that's really important. That's, I mean, there was a recent, I mean, you know about, we were looking to acquire some business and it was something that I was excited about and you just want to say yes to because I'm like, this could be great. We could do such amazing things. But then in a conversation with my accountant about our goals and past decisions we've made that that are like the exact opposite of what i would be taking on it's like why are you wanting to do this this does not meet your goals and where you want to take this company so um yeah just being really strategic so that you know when to say no and i'm having to say that more just especially i don't know when you have a brand that starts to become identified as someone who is able to help or is willing to speak at things or teach or consult or just answer people's questions like i get just i just get dms on facebook all the time like as if we're like the facebook support desk like hey how do you do this thing (laughs) it's like you know you can just ignore it long enough that they get the point that you're probably not the person to just shoot messages to um but then you do answer them like a day later and then you know you just have to try and I don't know what the answer is to that. I just like answer when I can and not make it a priority. That's all. But, um, but yeah, we just have that kind of brand reputation where we do, like I speak at a lot of things and I teach a lot and it's just trying to learn which ones I should accept and not just be saying yes to all of them. I'm having to say no a lot more. I think actually you do know the answer to this because you did this with me. Um, I think managing expectations is a really big part of Mm -hmm. managing stress and overwhelm. Sorry, I'm shaking this again. So um, the people who are messaging you on Facebook, just personally asking you messages, I don't know, like one question in their whole life maybe, but this is what you do for a living. So if people are doing that, I feel like they should have the the sense to know that that's not appropriate. Mm -hmm. Or at least say, you know, how do you charge for this? Like, can I pay you for a monthly support fee? But anyways, with clients like me, for example, our relationship is a bit muddled because we do a podcast together. We're friends. 
you're also doing big projects for us. We also have an ongoing contract with you. So I think it was like, a, was it the day it was, we were snowed in? I, I decided Maybe. to work anyways. And yeah, I was like, both, yeah. oh, I found this report and I found this research. And I was just <clears> like, <throat> I must have sent you 11 emails. <laughs> and that was just the one day, right? And so then on the following Tuesday when we had a podcast, you're like, hey, I just want to talk about our communication level. Right. And we had a conversation where you're like, you know, sort of the amount of communication <laughs> I'm getting from you is more like a the biggest client I've ever had sort of level. But that's not really what we're doing. And so we were just able to have that conversation. And yeah. I was able to realize, oh, I think because we're friends, mm-hmm. I was just like, zing, 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 sending all this stuff, right? But now that we had that conversation, Laura and I both are more intentional where right. I'll make myself a list of things I'm going to ask you. And usually by the time we meet, they're already answered. So yeah. I don't have to email you. But I never would have changed that if you hadn't had that conversation with mm-hmm. me. So I think setting expectations you know, is really, really important. And yeah. and for people like me who love you to death and want to have a great relationship, we just need to know. Right. You know? So that's probably another uh, avoid stress and beat the overwhelmedness thing is figuring out where you're spending time that maybe you don't need to be at yeah. all. Is Maybe that's pushing back on something that is requiring your time that you shouldn't be giving your time to. Mm-hmm. Or... And like that might involve another person or it might just be an activity that for whatever reason you've decided is important in your business. But if you take a better look at your pro or your, um, your strategy and what you're working towards, maybe it's not that important. Like, yeah. And maybe I you just need to shut down the Twitter account for your business because you're spending time there and you don't need to be just being critical about where you're spending the time. I think making too. cuts. Yeah. So managing expectations, that's super important. Another thing I just thought of, though, a lot of people that I sit down with who work way too much, mm-hmm. they are making decent money, like fairly good yeah. money. You know, I have one example in mind from four years ago, construction company, super, super successful. But he worked way too much. His family wanted him home more. He was always yeah. stressed out. Um, business wasn't systemized enough to run without him. But, you know, it looked like very, very good money. But when yeah. we divided the profit by the number of hours he put in in a year it was four dollars an hour oh my so that that's that sticks in my mind all the time because this person was like they had everything they wanted right safe you know nice retirement fund set up extra money to play with like things were going really well but But they're working 100 they're working to death Yeah. yeah so i i would look at and here's another reason i'm a big fan of the calendar if you adjust your calendar every day for what actually happened, mm-hmm. like if I stay here an hour late and you change your event to show that we were here two hours instead of one, when we go back, and I do this with all my clients before yeah. I decide to give them another proposal for another year, how much time did you spend per year, per month, yeah. per week on certain clients, mm-hmm. certain projects? And then how much time did you spend that was $0 an hour? Yeah. And are you okay with that? Because there's You're a lot of volunteering. My quick tip. Oh, oh, yes. You always somehow know what my notes say. So, <laughs> Do you have more for our general conversation? Jocelyn's my behind the scenes. She sent it to me. She's on my team now. Oh, man. No, she didn't. No. Do you, are, are you ready Should for quick tips? Should we go to quick tips? Can I make sure I didn't miss anything? Okay. I was very excited about this. Oh, the budget. You have to have a budget. Okay. And review it every month. Um, policies and procedures. Job descriptions. Key performance indicators. These are all so important. And they seem like... They're not that important because they're not urgent. Mm-hmm. But if you have them and you have things automated and systemized, like if someone's asking you the same question over and over again, make a procedure or make a frequently yeah. asked questions document and have that available. Yeah. Um, That's a tough thing to decide you need to invest your time on when you're already like, I don't have time just to keep my business operating and then to somehow pull back and be like, let's turn this thing I'm doing into a procedure and take up more time but it's like an investment in saving that time in the future yes and most people will not make the time when they're busy to do this Mm -hmm. but that's why most people fail like i yeah yeah. and it's not like you have to procedurize whatever the word is your entire business in a month and be like okay we need procedures okay we need to procedure everything so we're just we're that's what we're doing everything any major project we're taking on it's like well let's just take the extra few minutes per step and turn it into awesome. a procedure. So right now we're onboarding a new client onto ActiveCampaign because we use that CRM quite frequently. So it's like, well, let's 
make a procedure so that in the future we know exactly what all of the steps are we're never going to awesome. miss one we know what order it makes sense to do them in what questions we need to ask from the client in the first meeting so that we can do step eight without having to reach back out to them so we're turning that into procedure but i'm not trying to proceduralize every single thing we do it's just like let's just do the one we're working on right now while we're working on it and then the next time we're working on something else, let's make a procedure for that. That was a sigh so, of contentment. I know. It I'm should so make happy. you so happy. I have to tell you something very nerdy. Okay. You can also make procedures at home. Okay. So there's this a system. This is where Tim's sitting beside you on a Tim can never time. hear this. <laughs> You're proceduralizing no, no, your business. No, it's not as bad as you think. Okay. But everything, if you, ha if you can have a system or a procedure, it just makes your life so much easier. So, for example, if you use the last of something, write it on the grocery list. Right. That's a procedure. You know, little things like that. I know I'm a huge nerd. Okay, meditate. Okay. Breathe, exercise, eat healthfully, and sleep. Those things, huge. If you're not sleeping enough, you eat like crap, you don't exercise. Yeah. It's very hard for you to feel not stressed and not overwhelmed. And then you're just perpetuating the vicious cycle of getting sick. Yeah. And again, those are things that when you're busy, you're like, I don't have time to do that. But it's taking the time that helps you get through it. You're never gonna busy. have the like time. I'm all like for years I've been like I don't have time to go to the gym, but I have a wife who's a fitness junkie and that's our life. You're and so, so lucky. I'm like becoming more. It's becoming more important to me. Yeah. And I just upped my plan to going four times a week instead of three times a week. So Ooh. we're like trying to get to the gym. Is more. that in the calendar? It is. Ooh. I have it on my calendar. Two but, more quick things. Okay. Laugh and cheer when you were saying Laugh it earlier. So for me, perpetually setting new goals. I used to be crazy about my weight and calories and things like that. Thank God that's over. But I, as soon as I would hit a goal, I wouldn't even celebrate. I would just go into my fitness pal app and change it to be a better goal. Right. No celebration, no patting myself on the back, no cheering. Okay. And so, you know, I'm a big fan of counseling and mentorship. And this is something that's come up for me over and over again. You have to celebrate your wins. Yeah. You have definitely. to pat yourself on the back because if you don't, What's the point in achieving anything? Yeah. You don't even let yourself have fun or celebrate or whatever. And then laughing. Seriously, some days when you look at how much stuff happened and things went wrong and, yeah. you know, just so, if you can just laugh about it and realize, especially for me, how ridiculous it is to get so stressed out about something. Like, yep. like the towels are messy. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, have a meltdown for sure. That's worth a meltdown. Yeah. We're lucky to have a pretty lighthearted workplace. So yeah. we end up laughing quite it's a bit. It's awesome but... here. Um, quick tips. My quick tip is you, you teased it with what you were saying. I use a different method. You were saying when something happens, move your calendar to reflect what actually happened. Um, I say like we use an app called toggle T O G G L to track our time. Cause I actually use it to do time cards for the employees too. So they have to have their time tracked so that if they, cause if they don't, they don't get paid for those hours. So you have to be tracking your time, but it can be all set based on whatever you're working on, whether it's by client and even some clients have different tasks within the client. Um, so everyone has their time tracked and I have my own time tracked. And like you said, even the time that you're not being paid for, I have breaks and commutes in there. I have lunches in there. I have whatever, um, learning, like I have different things in there. So I know how much time I'm spending on that. So I use this frequently as going back, especially just month. end. I just look back on client stuff for sure. And just say like, Oh, we put 60 hours into this client collectively. We put this many hours here and realizing who I need to cut hours back from and not feeling bad about it because I know how much I charge them and I'm like oh man we gave them way too many hours last month we yeah. need to pull back to something more reasonable and then you can kind of breathe your sigh of relief like man I feel so overworked I don't have time to do this but realizing like that's because you gave them too much time like pull it back they don't need that much for how much you're charging them so that has been extremely beneficial for cutting back hours on clients and on tasks that you do and having a justification for it so you don't have to feel guilty about it it's like no i put too many hours into this we need to not spend that much time on this or have a conversation and have them buy a different package a bigger package or whatever right yep because yep. i think that's a really good opportunity for like either scaling back or upgrading a client mm -hmm. you know i think you need this level of support yeah yeah. So that's that's my quick tip is using toggle to do that because you can quickly set up 
all different sorts of tasks and just it's very easy and you can have an app on your phone to just open it and be like no I'm working on this now tap it and it starts the timer on that instead and you can just look whenever you want and look back and audit and see where you've been spending your time awesome. and it makes helps you make better decisions on where to spend it in the future okay okay Um, of course, my quick tip is two <laughs> things, one of which is use your calendar. But the second was to post those strategic objectives Okay. or the personal goals. If you have your big three goals somewhere and you're remembering, oh, I forgot to mention know your why, but we talked about that last week. Yeah, that was last week. Yeah, so if you have, you know, those three strategic objectives or your three personal goals or even one goal mm-hmm. somewhere and you sort of glance at it or see it or are reminded of it, you know, it becomes a lot... I don't want to incite a riot here, <laughs> but you're choosing to be stressed and you're choosing right. to be overwhelmed. You know, the whole the whole concept of like, you only feel bad when you're like resisting. You're not accepting. Right. So you have to choose to be less stressed and less overwhelmed. You have to choose to think, think differently. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's episode 13 of Business Can Be Better about beating stress and avoiding feeling overwhelmed. And we'll be back live on YouTube at 6.15 on Tuesday, 6.15 Mountain Time. And then you can also listen to this, uh, just the podcast version, which is wherever you listen to podcasts, Business Can Be Better. Um, If you're trying to find us on YouTube because we're new and only have like five or six subscribers are not that easy to find. So you can use the bit.ly link, bit.ly bit.ly slash better business podcast that's what it is so you can find it there and then quickly subscribe and get notified for whenever we go live so that's another episode thanks for listening or watching and my name is lane you can find me on twitter at lane underscore anderson find me on linkedin just look me up lane anderson or on instagram lane b anderson um on instagram kelly ray tamaki tmh linkedin and facebook kelly ray tamaki tmh business coaching I think I'd start to be able to remember those, but I have to read them every time. <laughs> Thanks for watching, Jocelyn. We love you. <laughs> have a good night. <laughs>